0: So welcome to the Strange On Purpose podcast. Welcome to the Strange On Purpose podcast. I'm Izzy. Let's get rolling. Honesty Hour. I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy, and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. welcome to the strange on purpose podcast today it's your host izzy i'm here with an extremely dope individual uh his name is dion walcott we're doing we've had an we've had him on in the past and i'm just super excited to have him on so dion thanks for coming on with us today Oh well,
1: izzy thanks for having me on your show man it's always good to see you rocking and rolling and happy to be back for a second episode with you
0: hey man like since since the last episode, I finished Sneaker School I, I or not Sneaker School, the Sneaker Essentials program. I, I finished all these different things and I'm learning a lot more. And I know you've been learning a lot more through COVID. I feel like you're like Batman now. You just drop down and you're, you're ready to rock and roll.
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like everyone's learning a lot more through COVID through these uncertain times. So, I mean, Yellowbrick has done a really, really good job of being a tool for people to learn during COVID and myself being someone who's behind the scenes, I get to learn and connect with people like you and help others um, have a voice so like super excited man to some of the stuff we're working on and all the other students who've taken yellow brick courses to see what they're going to come come with after COVID
0: Honestly, I'm part of the sneaker school group on Facebook. and. Uh, there's just so many people doing dope things, whether they started custom businesses or they literally started building their own shoes. Up here in Wisconsin, I actually have a a classmate and uh, he started a studio and started building out his own shoes and like, he started it because of the program. And it's so cool, especially with the other programs that Yellow Brick is introducing every day. It's gonna be so cool to look back on this like 10 years from now and say, wow, like, I impacted that person. So um, for those who don't know who Yellow Brick is and don't know who Dion is, do you wanna give a quick intro as to who you are, what you do and why you do it?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, Yellow Brick, to start there, it's an ed tech platform. I call it that services popular education. And what I mean by that is uh, it gives people a gateway to you know explore how they can potentially build a career or even learn about Industries that they're passionate about that they may not have had the time before to, or may not have access to. Um, so, for example, we have courses in sneakers, the sneaker essentials course, streetwear, film and TV, music, fashion. So, those are the spaces that uh, we usually, not usually, that we, we we give people support to at least explore what those industries uh, are about, with the hope that you know, after taking one of our essentials courses, uh, will spark something in you to dive a little bit deeper and uh, look to see if you can maybe start a career in, in something that you're passionate about. As far as who I am, um, I'm just someone who's passionate about helping, uh, obviously, you know, in the same passion fields that I've mentioned. I come from a humble background, um, so all of these, these courses that I mentioned would have been things that I would have loved to have exposure to as a young person but did not necessarily? So I'm super passionate about um, just pointing people in the right direction, helping them build on their dreams, and to be quite honest, like helping people like step out of what we've been conditioned to do. So I think you know society conditions us to do things one particular type of way, and as you start to grow, um, it suppresses what your passions are. So I'm I'm a person who wants to help people. Uh, achieve their dreams and and do something that you like to do. Even if it's part time, um, it's never too late to get started.
0: Exactly. It's cool. Um, I had a, I would call him a a mentor. Uh, He reached out to me after the entire, after we had to shut down our business and he was taught, we were going back and forth and he said, Izzy, I I really think it's time for you to get a real job now and stop following passions and just and make a check and make money and kind of go life about that way. And it's just so sad that we've been conditioned to think that passions, your passions don't make money and yeah. you can't make money doing it and you can't have fun going to work and everything like that. So to hit on something that I am very, very, uh, very, very, uh, passionate about, what do you think Yellow Brick is doing? Do you think the, the the platform that Yellow Brick is building is the new education of the future? Or do you think there's always gonna be Yellow Brick and, uh, and universities kind of running at a parallel path?
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like you know what, what we've done with the, uh, the core of Yellow Brick is gonna be, I wouldn't say the future, but I think it's gonna run parallel path with uh, in, with top tier universities, where you know they're using us as an additional uh, platform to help people explore what, or explore and learn things that they may not be able to in the traditional um, educational system. Well, I think the next level of it, or what's going to change, is um, at least from a Yellowbrick perspective, and I know we're going to speak about it a little bit more, is what I call an extension. So, like. To date, Yellowbrick has done a really good job of providing uh, access to education that uh, you may not be able to have access to. So, if we take, you know, you take the sneaker essentials course, uh, you finish it, you get your certificate, and you're probably saying to yourself, now what? You know, I have all this knowledge, I have all these connections, I made friends within a sneaker community that Yellowbrick was able to uh, help build. But now that I have all this knowledge, how can I get into the marketplace and potentially um, practice what I've learned? And you know, we're gonna touch you probably more in the conversation. But we've recently, or we're gonna be recently, we're gonna be launching Yellowbrick Impact, which is the extension part of Yellowbrick, which is now helping people who take our course, um, in one sense, providing them skill development opportunities, career opportunities workforce uh, placement opportunities and then looking to see if we can get some uh, some of the scholarships funded for people who may not be able to afford it. So I think now the V2 or the evolution of what Yellow Brick has created is gonna be slowly um, a new model that's education to career opportunities. Um, and I think that that's, that's why I'm super excited about um, what we're building with Yellow Brick Impact um, so yeah, so I think, and that will be the new, the new way uh, I think of, of educating yourself and then moving on to like something else that employs you now that doesn't mean you're going to go work for a brand. You may, you may become an entrepreneur and start your own business, or, you know, you may take our course and be an entrepreneur where like you work at a brand and now you have some other ideas and it helps you navigate, um, internally to start new things. I don't know, but I think um, from platform to industry is what I'm calling it. So it's like from this platform, you now have uh, an entry point into an industry that will hopefully lead towards a career opportunity.
0: I love that. Um, I don't think I told you this story, but uh, you'll be hearing it for the first time on the recording, but they uh, my cousin's best friend, uh, mother of two, I believe. Uh, she saw that I took the program and I posted on Facebook that I posted my certificate on Facebook Right. and uh, She was like "Oh, that she just said oh wow, that's a really cool program. I'm gonna check it out She actually messaged me on Facebook. Unfortunately, I don't check my Facebook messages as much <laughs> but um, Ended up receiving a scholarship and yeah. is taking the program and she's like I don't I I honestly want to learn more about the industry I'm really into shoes And I'm a mother of two, and this has given me the flexibility to take it when, take this program and receive my certificate when I can. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, she said she's looked at school. She's looked at going back to uh, get her associates or her bachelor's. And there hasn't been a program that gives her the flexibility to do that.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a great point. Like, you know, a lot of times we're, we're, we're talking about access to education. And when you hear access to education, you're thinking people are in their early stages of you know, um, trying to learn things. Then there's the other side of it is like access to education of someone who's been working in an industry who still is curious or still has some passion that they want to learn about. So like that also gives them access to education. In your example, I call it like the second career uh, people who unfortunately COVID has really highlighted because it's like, you know, I've been, I've been a banker for 10 years, but I loved fashion. But I, never, I don't have time to necessarily go to uh, a continuing education program. But here there is Yellow Brick where I could pay $1,000 um, and kind of learn at my own pace uh, at, at the different verticals that we have. So, I mean, there's two sides to providing access to education there's the early side, but then there's also like someone who, um, who has worked in the industry for a long time. And now you're providing them access to education in the terms of like, I can do this at the leisure of, of my own pace and what my life looks like, right?
0: Exactly. Exactly. So you mentioned Yellow Brick Impact. What yeah. what does that what does that that entire program entail? Um, what was the inspiration about, behind it, and what's what are you working on currently with it?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, it was, it's, it's, you know, it's probably one of the most exciting uh, extensions of a project, I shouldn't even say of a project, of a new business division within Yellowbrick that's gonna focus on funding scholarships for people who may not be able to afford it, a focus on the BIPOC community, also giving opportunities for people to develop their skills, in particular verticals that they're interested in, and then there's workforce training programs that will integrate you into an industry that you're interested in. Whether that's an internship, whether that's funding, or whether that's just um, having a really cool virtual experience with someone that works at a brand that you aspire to work in. Um, For me, that's real measurable impact because now we're providing access to education with our our core subjects, our core courses. Then, once you get educated, now we're integrating a practical piece where, like, we're gonna develop the skills that you learned. And then, from developing the skills that you learned, we're gonna present you with a career opportunity. So, for me, when I look at it from that um, formula, one, two, three equals real measurable impact. And then, also, like, just being totally transparent, you know, there's a lot of brands and organizations that came out with statements about how they can support. Uh, underserved and underrepresented communities, this new Yellow Brick Impact business unit gives us an opportunity to really keep them accountable to what they came out and said with. So that, that's, that's my motivation, and I think there's so much uh, talent in areas um, that, that don't even know that they're talented. You know, like I was, I'll, I'll give you a quick story. I was taking my walk uh, one morning, ran into a, a young guy that uh, is working um, construction. I was wearing my sneaker school hat. He asked me, what is a sneaker school? And I explained to him what it was, and then he was like, you mean you could get paid for drawing sneakers? And I was like, in my mind, because I'm around it all the time, I'm like, what do you mean, you don't you don't know that? And then he was just so um, taken back that like you could actually build a career around something you love. So taking that story and then thinking about the work that Yellow Brick Impact is now gonna to start to work on. That's the type of person that we wanna to try to attract. Like, how can how can we provide construction workers who may have a colorful background um, access to education so they're not surprised that like if you have an artistic skill, you can you can actually have a job that you enjoy, right? Versus having to think that, you know what, I have limitations because I may have made some mistakes in the past. Um, So, I mean, those are the things that really get me excited because I just see where, you know, we're going through a hard time with COVID, but we're also going through a very transformative time where there's a lot of opportunities for people to learn and change the system. Because, you know, I feel like the system is not necessarily designed for people who, you know, live or work inside of an underrepresented community, Uh, but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't have access to certain things. So Yellow Brick Impact is is that in its entirety. We're working hard to uh, empower people who may not have access to education, career opportunities, and skill development. I know that's a super long-winded answer, but (laughs) I get super passionate about it every time I explain it.
0: I love that. I want to hit on something really quick. Mm how do we as society battle tear down those societal norms? Like the one that you just mentioned with the construction worker, the you can get paid to do something that you love as a question, rather than as a statement saying, I get paid to do something that I love and I'm passionate about how do we battle? How do we tear those societal societal norms down? to ensure that the next generation doesn't have to not deal with it, but um, navigate through the same things that we had to, or our parents had to.
1: Uh, I mean, you know, this is just my opinion. I don't think it's a matter of tearing anything down. Like if we're talking about it from a system, because um, the system that's built right now was built um, to favor who it's built for. It wasn't built for, you uh, an under rep- someone who lives in an underrepresented or an underserved community, like that system will always fail you because it wasn't built for you. I think it's less about tearing down, more about investing in a new system um, that leads us towards what you just described. So like changing our, our, our mind mapping of what success looks like, changing um, how you have access to a system, that will that will provide you a gateway to success. So, for example, um, you know, and I, I give a quick shout out to Sharice and Liz from the Seed School at Adidas, who are make who are literally changing the system. They're not tearing it down. They're building a brand new system. So, like mm-hmm. with the Seed School now, like that's a brand new system. You're now gonna get paid to learn while you you're learning to do something that you enjoy doing. That will lead you to employment. So if you look at that new system that Liz and Charisse and the Adidas team and pencil team are building, um, they're not tearing anything down. It's a brand new system, and is it going to be hard to 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 for the for the participants to understand what that new system looks like? Of course it is, and not only for those participants, for their parents, for their community, for their supporters, because it's something they've never done. But to me, it's like it's better to invest in building a new system than spending energy to tear down a system that actually wasn't designed for us.
0: I feel that. I feel that. So getting back into yellow brick impact, what, what was the inspiration behind launching the program? And what do you think will make the, prog- the program successful?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily say there's an inspiration. I think, you know, our team at Yellowbrick has been doing great work um, before. I think now what we're looking to do is amplify um, what we've been doing and, and keeping, uh, just keeping, like, the, the marketplace accountable for, like, what they said. So I think there's a the specific, t- like, there's a moment now that we shouldn't let pass by that we need we we need to put pressure on ourselves to keep ourselves accountable cuz we know that you know our first let's say the V2 of yellow brick was to provide access. You know, which we've done a really great job at. We provide access that you know what you can get a job in something or you can educate get educated in something that you're passionate about. Now, the v, the next V2 of that is it, it's it's on us cuz you know we've taken responsibility of access, so now we gotta take responsibility in providing access to career opportunities once we've provided people something to learn. So I don't necessarily think it's something brand new, I think it's, it's more the evolution of, of what Yellow Brick was uh, created to do. Now as, as, as we're growing, we're having more responsibility to our community of Yellow Brick students, um, the Yellow Brick brand, so I think Yellow Brick Impact is just complementing what Yellow Brick, the platform has done. And now it's just a matter of like, how do we grow together? Like here's the access to education, but now we're gonna also build a unit that gives people access to skill building and career opportunities. And when those two come together and form, that that becomes a very powerful um, business. So I think it's not necessarily that we're trying to do something that we haven't done. I think. We're just evolving and growing into a space that, you know, naturally it's happened in a real cool, organic way.
0: I love that. I think that actually opens the door for the experiences that Yellow Brick Impact is going to bring to students and to brands. And um, traditionally, you've worked with uh, places like the Trailblazers, the... Uh, the calves, the, the the Reeboks of the world. So, do you want to talk about those experiences that uh, Yellowbrick has been able to um, make to date, and how how those have really launched the the next experiences that Yellowbrick Impact will be able to make for these students?
1: Yeah, I think if you look at all the ones you described, which is, you know, we've done something with the d the i department, um, we've done something with uh, the the Portland Trailblazers for sneaker week. Um, And then we've also, we recently just did something with Reebok. Um, I think the goal of that really now is like, um, just getting more of a deep, diving deeper into community engagement. You know, we spent a lot of time building a community. Now it's just about how do we uh, start to work with other brands to amplify what the community engagement is. Um, And then maybe even opening up Uh, some spaces and some communities that don't know that we exist not necessarily even just yellow brick But don't know that there's you know Like I always give this joke like there's a guy on my block who has a hundred thousand followers on Instagram But doesn't realize that like (laughs) That's a real full-time job working for a brand Right so like as much as he's the coolest guy on the block because everyone knows who he is no one's really tapping him or he doesn't have mm-hmm. access to understand. they like, yo, dude, at the end of the day, if I was to, to, to put you in front of Foot Locker, you'd probably do a hell of a job for their social team. But if I was to tell him that right now, he probably wouldn't believe me because he doesn't have access to understanding that that's a real job. So, I mean, the extension of you know all the, the brands that you just described is like, is just out getting out there in the community and touching people more than just from a virtual standpoint, but like spreading the word and, and having a measurable impact. So like now we can say, you know, we funded scholarships to our core courses. But now out of these funded scholarships, here's some of the talent that's come out of people taking our courses, which you know, mm-hmm. there's the career side, but then there's also like doing this develops a talent pipeline. It showcases people's talents that may not have a platform to showcase it. So that, that's, that's what we're trying to do with the brands and you know the sports teams and the organizations that um, want to get involved with Yellow Brick Impact is to help them uh, showcase people's talent, create a, a new diverse pipeline, and then just give people an opportunity to believe that they can do something with their talent and create a cool portfolio at the same time.
0: That's dope. I think like with, with everything that's going on right now. Uh, and with everything that Yellowbrick has been working on through through COVID and before COVID, what has the early response to Yellowbrick Impact looked like and been?
1: Uh, I mean, it's been, to be honest, it's been amazing in that, you know, we have done a really good job of like jumping online, like being an ed tech platform that plays in uh, youth and popular culture. Before everyone else is, so I think that that has been a blessing in disguise. Um, But now, like you know, I've been working, you know, with the 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 Yellowbrick team in terms of like building out how Impact is going to work with brands or organizations. The early the early feedback has been, I would say, kind of overwhelming, because you know we have a real unique. I would say product in that we can teach people, but we can also provide them with like other experiences that are extension of the product that they're learning from. So um, the early days, it seems like it's, you know, like we we're working hard to build it and have the model in a real safe place, but it's only been two, I would say two and a half weeks and all of the responses have been positive. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what it is, you know, five, five, six months from now, years from now. So, I mean, it's an exciting time for sure.
0: I'm super excited just on this conversation to make more introductions to different brands and everything like that, because there are so many people, like you said, that put out these, these statements or put out these press releases saying that they, they stand in solidarity and they're, they're down to help and all these different things. And, um, when you mention, that you want to hold people accountable or just work with people that are interested in, in igniting the, the change in education or, or igniting the change in people's lives? Who are some partners that you're looking to work with in the near future or in 10 years or anything like that?
1: Uh, I mean, I kind of break it down in a couple of different segments. You know, there's some brands like, like a T-Mobile is some, someone I'd love to work with. Just because, like, T Mobile or anybody that provides some sort of like internet service, cell phone service, just because, like, everyone's on their phone all the time. And I feel like there's just such a unique opportunity for, you know, someone like a T Mobile to like turn that inside out and say, you're gonna spend so much time on your phone, why not be educated on something? You know, like, if you, you know, we all have. Certain phones that tell us how much screen time we have, and if you're averaging, you know, let's say six hours a day screen time, what if I was, what if I was to say to you, like through T T Mobile, um, through one hour, so instead of five, instead of six hours, you have five hours, and one hour it goes to like learning one of Yellow Brick's courses, and within six, six to three months, you would have a certificate. Like I think. Hmm. That is super cool to me because like everyone could afford one hour to learn something, especially if you're affording, you're giving yourself an hour to learn something you're passionate about. You know, then there's other brands like PepsiCo, which, you know, like they have so many brands underneath their umbrella that are attached to youth culture. To use the same example, it's like, you know, education to me is like, I call it, it's cool to be clever, right? So like, how can we use these brands that are consumer brands to point people towards popular education is what I called it earlier, you know? Um, then, you know, from on a, on a, like, a fan level or on a, like, talent side, I get real passionate about, like, you know, someone like Bungie from Trinidad who has a, a real sneaker following who he can literally help educate a whole country with something that he's passionate about that he may or may not even understand or realize that you know, he can help so much other young people aspire just by supporting a passion of his, which is collecting sneakers. Then you think about someone like Adam Kennedy in LA, recently listening to his his, um, his album and he references like hockey. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's interesting. Like someone who mm-hmm. grew up like in, in an underserved neighborhood is now showcasing a totally different space so young people can think about things differently. Like, not I'm not only going to talk about basketball and football, the things that typically when you when you when you grow up in, in, in the hood, that's what's put in your place. And he's actually challenging the status quo and being like, you know what, people should think about hockey as well. Like, I thought that was dope because that's a form of education. Then, you know, like a personal favorite is like, I don't know, there's, there's just so many people like um, Buju from like Jamaica, someone like that. Where it's like there's so he has such an influence and education seems to be something that he supports like just the islands I'm passionate about it because my mother and father are from Trinidad but uh just the untapped talent that don't realize that they're talented and he can use his talent and his, his voice as a megaphone um, to just point people towards you know figuring out how you can learn or start a career in something you're passionate about so I mean those are just people that come to the top of my mind, but you know, I could go on and on, but those are the ones that, you know, quickly I, I thought about right now.
0: I love that. And when we meant, when you gave me a little bit of an intro to impact, um, you said something along the lines of people impacting their communities. And I, I had a few people that came to mind immediately. And I thought they're, not only impacting their communities, but they're providing opportunities for the next generation or people right now in the same age group to say, you know what, I'm I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the the music essential course, or I'm going to take the sports industry certificate. And those are the people. I, I feel like those community leaders um, and the people that are really igniting change within their communities or within um, their industries, anything like that. Those are the people that. Uh, I, I really want to see you working with and, and Yellow Brick as a whole working with because I feel like once you get the people with big influence like that, we can we can see the change, generational change, hopefully, um, for, for people working in the, the things that they want to be working in and not being told like I was for so long, hey, Izzy, there's no money in sneakers. There's no money in fashion. There's no money in podcasting. But mm-hmm. here I am doing it. And it's because I told that I, I basically turned a blind light, eye towards everybody. But the people that can't do that, I want to show. And I'm sure there's plenty of other people out there that want to prove those people wrong. So I'm, I'm the impact program sounds extremely, extremely dope, and I'm really, really excited for you guys.
1: Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I appreciate that a lot. Um, you know, like I was listening to you speaking, like. You're thinking about people who have an impact on their community. It's like sometimes we look at like you need to be someone at a high level, um, you know, that has a lot of fandom, that gets a lot of attention to make an impact. You know, like someone who comes to my mind that, that challenges that thought is like there's there's a, a community group called uh, the Kickback in Toronto. Um, a young man, he has a team uh actually two of them that i know personally charlie and uh j scale jamal berger uh, the work that those guys are doing like sneakers plays in, in a place a, a piece in it but like they've taken photography and turned it upside down and, and literally figure out how to impact the communities that they 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 grew up in and seeing the young people that they've impacted to not only think that they could do it too but like they're doing it through a lens like you know it's not even like they're, they're learning how to design sneakers or taking fashion or sports like they're they're just buying into like i'm gonna change the system so J scale and his whole team are saying hey listen check this out like you don't have to do what you've been conditioned to do we can teach you not so much how to shoot with the camera but just how to change your thinking and like." Photography, is something you may be interested in, but there's a lot of other things that you're interested in that you could form a career in. So, like, when you say like you know, there's people out there that are influential and they have a big name, I think it's not always about being a leader and, and having fandom. I think the next generation or next wave of it could be like, you know, like you you you, you have a community that's your uh, that you grew up in. Like, start there. You
0: know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like,
1: be be impactful in your community and and let your community have your back and then dream bigger to say, you know, I'm gonna take my community and through me or through me and my team, um, people will start to, to switch how they think. And, and that's true impact in, in, in my, my opinion.
0: I love that. I, I truly do love that. I think what's refreshing to hear is that Yellow Brick and, and you Dion really put, um, Back up your words. You put your money where your mouth is, and you really help these students. Whether it's the the opportunities that you're giving to students with Reebok, or obviously with the Cavs, or um, just opportunities in general and studying the different courses, I think um, it's it's truly something that from the from an outsider's perspective, I can see the authenticity authenticity behind each person within the brand. And when I visited uh, you guys, I think it was last February <laughs> or this February, yeah, that wow, cool. it feels like it was two years ago. Yes, yeah, when cool. um, I was
1: talking to Alexander John, he had the same, uh, he was like, yo, it was two years ago, right? I was like, no, nah, that shit was in February. Like, it's, <laughs> it feels like two years, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> it really does, it really does. Right. But like, just like talking with the team and talking with you, it. it it just bleeds out of you, and it bleeds out of the team, and it's almost infectious. And um, you're providing students with opportunities every day. And uh, I've been to transition a little bit. I've been lucky enough to be one of those students as well, um, because we have some some big news on the way uh, between Stranger on Purpose and Yellow Brick Impact. Um, do you want to give it like a little bit of an intro, or do we want to kind of keep I, that under wraps? No, I
1: think I think no, I think that that's part of why we wanted to rock and roll and have this conversation today. I think, um, you know, a large part of our conversation today has been around, you know, the partners that we want to work with, whether they're brands or talents, but also too, like a passionate side for me is like, how do we start to look at our students as our partners as well, right? Like you went through this, maybe you don't want to work for Adidas. Maybe you want to aspire to do something with Yellowbrick and use our platform to be the muscle and be supportive around what you're doing. So like, when when I had uh you know you had shared some of the things that had happened during COVID with your brand, um and you know Rob our CEO was like, yeah you should you should you should reach out to Izzy and see like how we can maybe help him to you know build his platform and 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 be supportive and add scholarships to it and make it a little bit more dynamic. And you know you and I have been for the last what I would say last ten days been going back and forth to figure out like how can Yellow Brick impact and the whole Yellow Brick team um, support you and, and be a power to your platform and I think you know I, I'm, I'm super excited to to make it official and and be the power that that drives the Strange on Purpose podcast and you know take it to another level you know and, and I think that's that's nothing to hide man I think that's something that, <laughs> that we should that we should celebrate and and, um, and remember the moment where it was like, I could get Izzy on the phone. Cause I mean, in six months, I might not be able <laughs> to get you on the phone no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, mean, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I'll be happy just being a part of of, of the, your platform's growth cause I've seen um, how you've started it from before, from, you know, the ground up. And, you know, I really respect the work that you've put in. Uh, you're well-respected in a lot of different uh, communities and you know you keep it super humble, and your approach to what you do to me is just like amazing. Like, I'm actually happy that you're allowing me to help you grow. So I mean, I'm I'm excited to partner with you, and 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 let's see where we could take your podcast. and 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 get you to you know well, I don't know I don't, I forgot how old you are but you know let's let's get you on Forbes or some shit I don't know. Oh
0: gosh, I'm tw- I turned 27 oh, so uh, in 10 days, days actually. There so. you go. So
1: you you still could do Forbes 30 under 30. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> let's you know do it, man. Mean? I'm, I'm uh, an old uh, man, I, so I'm an
1: old man. I can't. Those those goals are way behind me, man. I'm I'm I don't have that no more. So I can live through you. You you, you have three years till 30, man. You got a lot of time to make you good. Let's get it.
0: Let's, let's get, get it.
1: it. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure.
0: Um, the, the cool part, and I appreciate all the words you said, like I, uh, anybody that's listening, like you've been, you've more than likely been through our journey. And, uh, for the last like six months, really, I have been looking at Strange on Purpose, less of just a podcast and more of a brand and more of a brand that, that helps people on an everyday basis whether it's through the podcast or whether it's through fundraising or all these different things all these different mu- things i have on the top of my head i am really really excited to start announcing some things and the first thing obviously is the partnership with yellow brick and dion i'm that that was a no-brainer uh, as soon as dion reached out i was really really excited um he reached out to me on a monday uh we had a conversation early in the morning on a monday and Uh, ever since then I've been uber creative and (laughs) I have had nothing but a smile on my face so I see I see this as something that uh, Dion and Yellow Brick is really helping me with but it's it's truly a partnership and whether it was me selling partnerships uh, in sports or it was me selling partnerships with my business the one thing I really really I think the the one thing I really, really had success with is literally making every sale into a partnership. And I, I really am excited for what's next uh, with Yellow Brick. So, Dion, do you want to talk a little bit about what the audience should expect?
1: Um, I mean, between our partnership? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think... I mean, actually, I'll, I'll break this in two because I, I kind of want to add a comment to what you said. Yeah. I think you went through, you know... Um, a valley where you know it was a tough time for you as someone who is trying to figure it out and you have a lot of talent and creative juices that you want to you know share with the world and i think it's important for anyone who's creative and entrepreneurial to hear this piece because it's like that's actually part of it is Izzy. right like the the shitty part the doubting the shit man this shit ain't working out or you know, man, I might not be able to pay rent. Like, that's part of it. Like, if anyone who 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 goes through building something from the ground up tells you that like, oh man, that shit was easy, man. There was no pit, pitfalls and like, that shit is bullshit, man, it's not real. So like, as much as you felt, you know, you said, yo, we had a conversation on Monday and then you felt uplifted, understand before that moment, like, you feeling like, man, I oh, don't know, uncertainty, like that's the right feeling to have. Like if you're gonna do something, there's gonna be a moment there where you're feeling like, man, I oh, don't fucking know. Man, maybe yeah. I should jump off this bus. Like, but know that it's it, everything is a moment, right? So it's not always gonna be that way. And then you get a call from D, yo, what up, Izzy man, Da da da. Then all of a sudden like, oh shit, like things change, you know? So like, for anyone who is trying to do something, and you know, you're an entrepreneur, or you're creative, and you're in a space where you're like, man, fuck, this shit ain't gonna work out. It's part of my language. But understand, like, that is part of the process. I've been through it. Any um, successful, creative, entrepreneur person has been through it, unless you, you, you're an entrepreneur who was handed, you know, stacks of money that's a different setup, but like, if you're trying to figure it out from the mud and build it into the sky, oh, part of this, the space between the mud and the sky is gonna be dealt in uncertainty. So like, understand that like, man, you did it the right way and that you should value that experience versus being like, man, that shit was hard, you know what I mean?
0: I appreciate that. Yeah, no, that's what That's one thing I, um, I think after like the initial shock of having our best year yet, and then having to shut down the business, after that, after that initial shock, I try. I I literally wrote down in my notebook. I have it in front of me. I wrote down everything I learned in the last two years, right. and everything we accomplished in the last two years, because if it, I I feel like while building, especially like any entrepreneur knows this, any. Yeah, any entrepreneur, any business owner, whatever you want to call yourself knows this. It's like when you're building, you accomplish things that you thought in the beginning that were impossible. And once you accomplish them, you're looking for more, you're looking for more, you're looking for more. So, it almost was that valley was almost a blessing in disguise because I, I got to reflect in a good way and say, damn, look at everything we accomplished. These are the things we did wrong. And while I'm coming up this valley, I have these lessons learned. I have, I have all this knowledge so that the next time I approach a valley or approach these situations, oh, I I did this. I I know which way not to go. And that's something that, like you said, it's, it's, it's something that you can't learn unless you're, you're put in those situations.
1: It's like, I always say to people like, you know, what, what was once hard becomes easy, right? you forget when it was hard because like perfect example, like I don't know about you, but like I remember when I was learning to drive like way, way back and the first times, you know, my homie put me behind a wheel and I couldn't keep that shit balanced and I was sweating buckets (laughs) and I was like, yo, I'm going to crash this car. But now like, man, I couldn't even, I, I couldn't fathom how someone doesn't know how to keep the wheel balanced. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, be like, what do you mean you don't know how to do that shit man that shit is easy but the truth is there was a time that like I was sweating buckets and my heart was pumping and I couldn't keep like I had three hands on the wheel trying to keep that shit straight <laughs> you know what I'm saying but now to look back at it it's like what was once hard becomes easy right but then what <laughs> then it starts all over again if you continue to evolve you know what I mean exactly um, but to answer your question in terms of what we have in store. Um, what I'm super excited about, you know, like all the work that Yellow Brick Impact's gonna embark on, I think the extension of that is having you be able to speak to a lot of the talents uh, that are actually doing the work in the community, in the industry. You know, like we touched earlier on, like Sharice and Liz from Seed School. Um, you know, I know you've had uh, Alexander John, you have my homie D. Wells. Like. I'm excited for you to be able to share those impactful stories not only with the Yellow Brick community but like so we can collaboratively build your community as well. And I think that that that's what gets me so excited and you know trying to help bring in partners to amplify the stories that you're going to be able to share with people. These are the things again, it's a different form of access to education cuz like some people can't take a Yellow Brick course, right? Like they may, that may not be their form of learning. They may be better listeners. Where like, you know, you may hear a story and pick up one or two gems from the story and apply that to your life. And that's how you're gonna rock and roll. So for me, I'm like, now we have a new vessel called Izzy and Strange On Purpose that we can now share, um, you know, another form of access to education through your podcast. So super excited, man, to like build this with you. and. And like I said, man, six six months from now or a year from now, you better answer my call, man.
0: <laughs> I definitely will, man. I <laughs> I'm like I said, I'm super excited. I'm like at a loss for words. I think um, just so the audience, anybody that's listening, the the guest schedule is stacked. Dion mentioned some names. Um, I have some names. We have representatives from Footlocker, Adidas, Nike, um, and really all over the board. Uh, not just in sneakers, we have. Uh, entrepreneurs we have um, creatives we have every a, a ton of very big names about to jump on board and um, honestly some of these people I was very surprised um, when they responded to my initial email so uh, just know that the guest schedule is gonna be going to be stacked i going to be really interviewing everyone I, I don't want to lose the while I, I do want those big big interviews I don't want to use lose the beauty behind Hey, we're gonna interview this uh, former Reebok designer that designed his own shoe, and now he's starting from scratch. And this is why he's doing it. I want—I I still want those conversations and those stories. So just know that the the guest list is stacked, and we're not gonna lose the story portion of the podcast. And we're really, really excited for what's next. The episodes will be dropping weekly from now on, um, starting with Dion's episode and uh, going throughout, I, I really the holidays and everything like that. So really, really excited um, for everything we have coming.
1: Um, no, for sure. I think what I would say, like, <clears throat> you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm very appreciative of you being able to, you know, acknowledge me and, and, and the work that I've done with you and what Yellow Brick Impact is gonna do. But I think I'd be doing it a disservice to not mention that, like, as much as Yellow Brick Impact is going to be a new business division, there's some very, very, very smart people and a strong team of people that built Yellow Brick from the ground up. You know, like, there's, you know, the onkits of the world, John, Michael, Brianne, Tamika, Lizzie, like, and there's so many more. Tom, like, I'm probably forgetting names, but like, I want to make sure I acknowledge that the whole Yellow Brick team is still part of the Yellow Brick Impact. Like, all of this is one big unit of a team. And I'm super excited for us to all grow together. And I think that, that's that's a very important part to me for people to understand that like it's not uh, just Yellow Brick Impact that's this new thing. It's actually just amplifying the work that some of those great people that I mentioned before, being led by Rob. Um, we're part are, are part of what we're what why we're able to even build this so I just want to shout out, you know, the, the whole team um, at yellow brick um, You know that started this even before I knew what yellow brick does or is Because um, I think that's a very important part for us because it's, it's it's about building not only um, a community and a team outside but also like acknowledging the work that our team internally does as a unit every day in and day out so um, shout out to the whole Yellow Brick team and the Yellow Brick family, because we're going to start growing and doing a lot more things.
0: I'm super excited to start working with everybody, especially since, like I said, you guys have this infectious, I don't know, like attitude towards everything. And I saw it from the time, I, the brief time I was there and every conversation I have with you and from what I see with Yellow Brick on social media and everything like that, its it's truly infectious. Um, but Dion, I, I do want to close this out on, uh, we have a new last question of, <laughs> of the podcast. Right, right, so yeah. I, I want to hit you with one last question mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, what impact do you want to leave on the world?
1: Um, man, that's a, that's that's a, that's a good question. Um, the impact that, that I would love to leave on the world, if nothing else is that, you know. Uh, that you can do it, like it doesn't, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter your circumstance, but it, you can do whatever you put your mind to. And that's 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 kind of what I live by where it's like, I just wanna be uh, an example that like, you know, I come from humble beginnings, you know, I didn't have an easy road to like, learn all the things that I'm learning, but like, you can make the changes first in your own self, because that's where it actually starts. So like, proving that like, you know, whatever condition you've been brought up underneath, that you can change your thinking. And remember, success can look a lot of different ways, right? Like you, you you may, you know, you may want, you're you're driving a Kia and you may want to drive a Honda. That's successful. That don't mean like, it can be measured in a lot of different circumstances and ways. So like my, the impact I want to leave on the world is like, chase what you're passionate about, find what you're passionate about, and then try to live it out, you know? Like try to, and that could be in a lot of different ways. Like maybe you work at the bank and you run a side business and, and that fulfills you, but like the fact that you're still doing what you love, um, that that's that's would be the impact. Like I've, I found an example to anybody where it's like, I just want to be, <laughs> uh, I don't want to be an influencer. I want to be influential. So that would be um, the impact I want to leave on the world. If that
0: makes sense. I'm definitely stealing that from you. <laughs> uh, so I lied. I have one more question. Where can people? Where can people find you? Where can people find out more about Yellowbrick? Yellowbrick Impact. Um, how can people get involved?
1: Uh, so you know you can visit yellowbrick.co, uh, yellowbrick.co/backslash/impact. Uh, for me personally. Uh, I'm pretty active either on LinkedIn, just Deon Walcott, and on Instagram, same thing, Deon Walcott. Um, that's probably the easiest way to, to get a hold of me. Um, but you know, I'll be totally honest. Sometimes uh, I get lost in my own world, and I'm not that quick of replying. So if you do reach out and I don't hit you back right away, don't take it personal. Um, I do. I will get back to you in in a, in, a, in a good manner. Just depending what I'm working on or what's going on, sometimes I'm slower than, than usual.
0: I appreciate you, man. Thanks for jumping on the podcast.
1: <laughs> nah, man, I appreciate you letting me be strange on purpose. <laughs> <laughs>